Welcome to the first episode of Gamers React to GamePro, where every week we're going to go ahead and uh, dive into the back catalog of GamePro magazine, which was a 90s uh, magazine uh, that kids before the internet would uh, thumb through and see what games they like. So uh, you're going to see here that we are of different ages, different uh, memories of, uh, and different experiences of gaming. So we're just going to get our reactions, our thoughts, our feelings, what have you, as we look at GamePro. Issue 1, which was published May 1989. So um, first of all, let's introduce ourselves. I'm McMurphy. Um, 42. I was about 11 years old when this uh, magazine came out. Um, how about uh, who wants to go next? Yeah, I'll jump in. So username is Ace Tie Pilot. Um, I was about two years old when <laughs> this magazine launched. So um, yeah, I've played a few of these games, but a few of them I have not even heard of some of them, to be honest with you. So I'm excited to hear what other people's experiences with them are. Great. Right. I'm uh, AK Milkman. Uh, I was about 19, 20-ish when this game came out. I think it would be, be May, so I would be 19. Um, played on most of these systems that this magazine actually talks about. And this was probably the best magazine of the time for uh, any info on video games of that we were playing back then, um, especially for like Nintendo and Atari. Yeah. Well, that's the thing is um, my introduction to GamePro was a, I did not read issue one, so this will be a, a new experience for me, but uh, by the time I was reading it, it was all about the Nintendo and then Super Nintendo and Sega Genesis. Um, so I was actually a little surprised when looking at uh, this cover of cover one. Is right there it says Atari, and they're you know they're not talking about the Atari Lynx or the Jaguar at this point. So, um, first of all, what do you guys think of the uh, cover? Uh, pretty nondescript. I don't know, I mean, obviously we have a football player, we have a commando type of guy, and we have a, uh, what is that, a Spartan warrior maybe? And some type of warrior. Um, yeah, I feel like it's yeah, like definitely. a like a golden axe kind of yeah. thing got, he's got going on there. Yeah, they're not exactly committing to anything in particular, just giving you kind of the vibe of certain genres, it feels like. Yeah, uh -huh. it's definitely not for any descriptive video game during that period of time. I mean, there were video games for, like, uh, football and all of these genres, essentially. Yeah. Well, uh, as the cover says, let's dive into the premiere issue. Again, <laughs> May 1989. <laughs> and right away, we have Become an Atarian for only $15. Um, that was spendy back then to be part of anything for a year. Yeah, but you get a t-shirt, a sew-on patch, a laminated ID card, six issues of official Atarian magazine. 
plus discounts on games. Imagine only Atari games. Yeah, that that's still a lot for back in 1989. Yeah. Um. Well. Yeah, you'd I, be hoping that discounts would be worth that fifteen dollar membership price, huh? Yeah. Yeah. I I wonder how long that magazine was around after this point because I don't remember ever seeing it on the stand and uh... um, I don't remember seeing it on the stand I remember a couple of my friends had issues of it you know laying around the house but uh, at this point in time Nintendo was starting to pick up pace and Atari was losing uh, market share really bad so they were doing anything that they could to try to get out there and in the public eye so this was a pretty much a marketing ploy to get them out there and try to get more market share back which failed miserably hmm. yeah yeah i know uh like my first system uh was an atari 400 but that wasn't when it first came out um and uh, it, i mean so i guess what would they would they be looking at the atari I guess uh, um, seventy eight hundred. Yeah, it was the twenty six hundred and the seventy eight hundred were the ones that were out at that point in time. Hmm. Yeah, but um, they were really, really. I mean, I had one sitting there, but it was pretty much gathering dust at that point in time because I had my Nintendo that was just the main game to go with at the time. Yeah, yeah. No, I, I, once we had Nintendo, uh, never really looked back on Atari. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, now I look back. I mean, we're looking oh, at yeah. an old gaming magazine for crying out loud. But uh, back then, it was like, no, done, graduated to something else. Um. So on the next page, uh, the the facing page, we have an ad for Bubble Bobble. Um, <laughs> I bubble bubble I've rented numerous times as a kid. I remember uh, watching a kid play all the way through it at a, a pizza place in uh, Bedette, Minnesota, <laughs> and I was pretty like impressed. Like, <laughs> in there, drinking my chocolate milk and having a pizza and watching this kid just crush bubble bobble. So I was excited when I could finally rent it. Uh, I don't have a no, I do have a physical copy of this game now. Um, how about you two? As far as uh, your impressions, do you, who here, have you both played Bubble Bobble? Yeah, yeah. I think everyone has seriously must have played Bubble Bobble at some yeah. time in their life. Yeah. They yeah, had that was uh, pretty much a, I, I don't know, I had the actual cartridge when I was growing up, or, well, when <laughs> I first had my first system in my first house and all that yeah that was part of the system it was bubble bobble and then i had contra and all those as well i even had operation wolf which wasn't out during this period <laughs> yeah i have operation i i didn't own it as a kid but i have it now um it was when i rented uh, that was the thing back then people oh, yeah Game rentals were huge, so... And... Oh, yeah, they were. You'd, you'd go in on, like, a Friday 
after school and you'd rent it over the weekend and then you'd take it back like Sunday or Monday. Yeah. You know? Yeah. yeah. That was, yeah. Re, you know, yeah. It was fantastic. Fantastic time to be alive. Oh, yeah. I see. Bubble Bobble Dynamite. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Well, what's also keep in mind is uh, people especially are unfamiliar with this time. It's not like we had a lot of um, avenues to see advertising for games. It's not like this whole industry it is now as far as um, expanding through different mediums. So um, it's quite lo- likely that anyone that bought GamePro, you know, issue one, this was their introduction to maybe getting Bubble Bobble at home. Um, yeah, more than likely. Yeah. Well, let's go ahead and flip the page. Uh, here we go. We have our uh, table of contents, and it's going to go through uh, secret weapons. I know it's on pa- starts on page 34. I imagine that's what gets renamed as SWAT, right? Remember that? That uh, their um, SWAT section with yeah, all the special so. codes. Yeah. And the power mm. glove. <laughs> the Facebook yeah. page. <laughs> Uh, I wanted one. We never had one, but then I felt a little better when I remember in fifth grade, one of my friends, I found out he had one, and he just kind of like gave me a look. He's like, it's crap. It fell off our TV and it was broke ever (laughs) since. So, but I thought, oh, of course you would want to, you know, play punch out with this and stuff, but uh, it ended up being not so great, right? failed miserably yeah it's just it's one of those classic nintendo peripherals that just didn't quite meet the hype that surrounded it no no and uh even though it even cemented in more that kids should get it thanks to the uh the movie uh the super mario 3 advertising movie with um oh i'm blanking on the name of it uh, um, sorry, anyone listening to this? Yeah, is, yeah, yeah, yelling at me because yeah, it's <laughs> it's so right there. I know once we go through it, I'll, it'll pop back in my head. But um, considering that was a VHS rental several times, I I do like um, they're gonna have you see the last picture of Mario there flying because the sneak peeks is Super Mario three. From Japan, were pretty big back at this time. Oh yeah, mm, yeah. Seeing what's going on there, what you know, what's going to happen. So, uh, well, uh, should we go ahead and flip the page? Yeah, let's yep. go ahead. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. There we go. All right, the power glove. Yes. <laughs> oh yeah, we, uh, we're now on the uh, welcome to Game Pro. I guess it's the yeah. The letter from the editor-in-chief, Don Farrell. Uh, let's see. Why does that name ring a bell? That name yeah, rings I a should, bell for some reason. You I know? should have Googled that before I, I came in. It does. Um, and Patrick Farrell, so obviously they're related. Um, wow, yeah. Um, looking over the writers, no one jumps out right off the bat. Mm. But... Let's see, what, what does Don Farrell have to tell us? It's new, flashy, fun, and full of information you want to see and read. That's what you're holding in your hands right now. G- 
Game Pro magazine. It's a blockbuster new magazine built for the game uh, from the game up, ground up. Well, just for you, the video game player. And uh, he's going to sell us, I guess, on the value of Game Pro, which. Oh yeah. Back then, it, you know, it probably was. I mean, what would be Game Pro, Nintendo Power? There's going to, but this was definitely one of the top selling game magazines, or it will end up being that for a while. Yeah, um, definitely. This was definitely the crux of what we were looking at back then. Um, I mean, you didn't see very many ads on TV or uh, anywhere else for that matter. I mean, you'd see the occasional Nintendo come across TV during Saturday morning cartoons or whatever like that, but I mean, you wouldn't see it at the 5 o'clock news. <laughs> <laughs> and of course, next to this, uh, we have a big old advertisement for you know, getting an Atari for Atari oh, 7800 for 60 bucks, 5999. Uh, yeah, steal these crazy. days. <clears throat> yeah, these days you're adding another zero, you know, to, yeah. <laughs> to what you've got going on there. Yeah, um, I never had a 7800, but uh, I had a 2600. Um, yeah, it, it's kind of cool i mean it's also it's like a newsprint ad all black and white so that's a little interesting they didn't spring for color for this but yeah uh, it is actually isn't it? yeah i think game pro in general in general gets a lot more colorful as we go on like as it goes on as a series the publication oh, yeah. okay let's go ahead and click through here the cutting edge this i had i, I had seen uh, obviously they're uh the power glove, but then on the uh, other facing page, we have U-Force, which I had never heard of before. I don't remember seeing an ad for it or anything, so... No, this is definitely new to me. I hadn't seen it before this magazine. I actually have seen the U-Force. I saw it in action at one of the local uh, video game sales spots. Um sure. It was, I mean, they were playing Mike Tyson's punch out on it, and it was, it was hilarious, but it was later on in time. Hmm. Yeah. yeah. Did it work well? Because obviously the power glove didn't, but this one I, that I hadn't even heard of, um, I can't it, imagine this working awesome. So. Yeah, it, it wasn't awesome, definitely, but I mean, it did work for what it was supposed to do, which was register movement above it. Hmm. Uh, yep. Uh, I, I do What's, like... Um... Oh, go for it. No, no, you go, McMuff. I was just going to point out, I love some of the uh, print uh, next to the picture of the power glove. Is this year 2001? No, it's 1989. <laughs> Yeah, you've that's got, fantastic. Yeah, you've got the unbelievable new power glove from Mattel Toys. This technology, originally designed and developed by NASA, provides a space age link between man and machine. That is That's some really good talk right there. Yeah. Talking uh, talking it up. I mean, honestly, I wanted to have this thing when I was that you know, right about around that time. I was like, uh, I'll save up some money and I'll buy it, but 
thankfully I never did because uh, I think <laughs> I would have been pissed because that thing was pretty expensive at the time. Yeah. I can't remember. Yeah, I don't like... think you would have gotten a return on investment on that yeah. one. Yeah. Sure. Uh, I won't lie. If I saw this in a retro store, I might pick up a U-Force. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> because I'm kind of fascinated that it exists. Okay. Uh, unless uh, there's something else anyone wants to add, let's go ahead and flip. Uh, oh, there it is. 19 bucks for the for the subscription. That's what it was. Ah. Ten percent off the cover price. Yeah. Yeah. Well, there we go. Uh, you can call the one eight hundred magazine I'm, uh, number. I'm sure that does not go <laughs> anywhere. Sure, it doesn't work anymore. Nope. <laughs> You're probably going to get something entirely different nowadays. So. Yeah. Uh, um, Super dodgeball. I see that. Um, I remember seeing it. Never rented it. Uh, yeah, I, know, I never played it. I know so there's people that swear by the game. I still don't really get the attraction, except for you can play, you know, two player. So any game back then where you can get a friend on uh, on another controller was fun. But I don't know. It, I never, it never, never spoke to me. Yeah, but uh, it wasn't my got, thing. Yeah, I I picked it up late in the NES cycle because um, I really enjoyed the Nintendo World Cup soccer game, and this is made like it's the same same uh, design and everything. So I was like, oh, yeah, this looks like cool. Yeah. Okay, let's go on. Yeah. Let's go on here. Personality profile. Hey, I, I see a, uh, a symbol <laughs> for Operation Wolf there in Renegade. Um, Alan Fetzer. Didn't know how complex home video game business was until he jumped into its it, into it headfirst last April. Now he maneuvers the sword of Rastin at an office computer when the work pace slows from furious to fast. Um, let's see. He comes out of Vancouver to our Canadian friends. Um, so, did did you uh, get anything from this article as far as him just, uh, I mean, Operation Wolf, I did like that game. I did like Renegade. Uh, I, I own, I actually own them both now, the cartridge, but uh, back then they were just rentals. Um, yeah, no, I've not played either of these games, actually. Played them a few times back then, but um, have not since even looked for them. I actually kind of forgot they existed. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I really haven't delved back into uh, the Nintendo era other than to occasionally, like my wife picked up one of these silly systems that's got every single game that uh, Sega had during a time when I was younger and I mean it just a little system about the size of a maybe a small uh, phone of the day um, that's what my kid plays on um, or used to play on he's gone now on to the Xbox and stuff mm -hmm. like that <laughs> yeah uh, I mean it it is a fun little uh, it is a fun read you know they're 
uh, it's it's kind of cool to see a write up about you know the head of was it, how Wait, do you uh, is it uh, Tato Teato uh, I never actually said it, said the company out loud before but um, yeah they made some games I I liked and um, so he obviously had an impact. Yeah, down down in the bottom of the article is talking about how Operation Wolf may be the video game hit of the year. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, earlier this year was released Operation Wolf number one arcade hit. Uh, let's see. Yeah, it's also available on a Commodore 64 and Atari ST. Did not play those versions, but I played the NES one. Um... Did Renegade already come out at this time? Uh, let's see. I th think that's... It sounds like it's coming it out. It's, yeah. it, it's, getting, it's getting there. Yeah. Talking about it doing well in arcade and converting it over to the NES soon. So, okay. I also like how, you know, we say NES and stuff like that, but if especially when we go through these old GamePro magazines and all that stuff, no one said NES back then. You know, it was always <laughs> the Nintendo system or Nintendo, you know. That's kind of shorthand that's de developed. And pe people certainly didn't say SNES back in the day, so. Okay, let's go on here. Okay, hot at the arcades. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Uh, what do we got here? Um, Double Dragon 2, The Revenge. Uh, NARC. I did play NARC in the arcade. Um, and Power Drift. Uh, I don't know if I've played Power Drift, but my, uh, arcade experience, unfortunately, because I lived in the middle of nowhere, is pretty limited to whatever the, um, local mom pot department store had, you know, a few arcade machines that they would rotate out, and Narc was on there for a little bit. Um, I didn't play Dragon uh, Double Dragon until it landed on the NES, but um, it's kind of cool to see these titles getting a write-up as arcade versions at the time. I don't know how many quarters I spent on Double Dragon. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, I bet. I bet. I mean, back in the day, that was the thing to do was to go down to the local arcade and play whatever's down there. Could be anything from Miss Pac-Man all the way up to Double Dragon. Um, oh, what was it? it? I can't even really remember the game that I liked the most. Um, I think Double Dragon was one of them, and then uh, gosh, it was... I, you know, I can't even think of the name of the game. <laughs> it's been that long. Yeah, totally out. Yeah. I do like a kind of like the introduction to um, this little piece here is odds are very good that if a game is hot news at the arcades, it will soon be made into home a home version for your Nintendo, Sega, or Atari unit. So every issue, our Game Pro writers report to you what's sizzling in coin-op to give you a peek at some possible future titles for your home unit. Well, they were right. I All three of them went to home console, so... Yeah, I actually played Power Drift on my dad's PC, you know, oh, booting, up, 
booting it up on a floppy through DOS, playing <laughs> that. Uh, just, just some absolute fond memories of Power Drift. Just absolutely awesome. Yeah. Okay, let's go ahead. Here we go. Operation Wolf. Nintendo Pro View. Um, I think they keep that 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 um, signage, right? Nintendo Pro View. I think they keep the Pro View thing stick going. So. Yeah. At least for another couple years. Yeah. So, Operation Wolf. Um, it was one of those games where you could use the light gun or the controller, correct? Am I th thinking of the right game? Uh, I think so. I think so. And looking at the screenshots, it sure looks like it. Um, I can't remember which one was a little easier, but, uh, probably the controller. Um, when I rented it, I doubt I even dug out the light gun. And I mean, let's face it, when you first got the Nintendo, you would, uh, you know, play it on Dokkan. Yeah, but then you, it kind of got forgotten, you know, so. Yeah, pretty much. It just sat there. Let's I don't see. know, we used to sit around, drink beer, and play Nintendo. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see. Pro tip. Never attack a group of enemies when there's a hostage among them. You might injure yourself. Okay, or <laughs> conserve bullets. Use short bursts. You don't use all your ammo. Eliminate the animals for power-up weapons? That's... Probably not as correct as it is then. So don't <laughs> don't pass up the chance to collect power-up boxes. You'll need them. Save your rocket grenades for the helicopters. Those are not very. I guess they're tips. They're not very deep though. But um, yeah. Yeah, Those they're are... pretty self-explanatory, aren't they? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Best control. They're recommending the light gun. I, kind, I would have to go back and play it. I kind of feel like that's misleading. I feel like the controller was the way to go, but I see why they're pimping it. But I'm, I'm sure somebody will respond and say, nah, you're, you're, freaking, you're remembering wrong. So, Okay, yeah, Operation Wolf, it's cool to see that. Do they say when this is going to come out? See, back then, I don't think they ever gave confirmed dates except for, like, see it in june or something you know or end of 1989 maybe it's already out Coming at out this point <laughs> yeah yeah exactly okay let's go ahead and click through adventures of lolo and it has a full page spread going on here so um I, I know people fondly like this game. I never got into the Adventures of Lolo. I I rented one of them out, but um, it it was a cool. It's kind of a puzzler, wouldn't you say? I've never never played it. Oh I yeah. I think I even remember seeing it. Now Rollerball, on the other hand, I I dealt with that one. Oh yeah, Rollerball. Yeah. yeah uh, Oh, of course, this is by uh, Hal, so um, they're making some good stuff, that's, and they definitely go on yeah, to make stuff. That's that's cool to see them still around and making games. Yeah, yeah. No, I mean, with my son, I on the Nintendo Switch, I've been he loves playing Kirby. We play it together. So, um, 
kind of cool. Yeah, if I remember this right, each level is kind of weird. They don't really show you a whole lot of gameplay there, I notice. But, uh, I think it's on the next page they show a little bit more. Oh, oh yeah, you're right. So um, there's a little bit, yeah, just underneath this um, illustration. Yeah, so it's one of those ones where you go to room to room or floor to floor and you have to figure out a way to get to the next one. And it gets increasingly more difficult with uh, uh, so I, I would say overall it's a it's a puzzler an adventure puzzler I would say yeah it definitely looks that way doesn't it yeah. definitely okay let's go ahead and click through oh even more oh this is what you were talking about I think so it on its third page Hal spent some money on this I think yeah <laughs> Maybe not so much for issue one. I'm sure the uh, the space wasn't as expensive expensive as it later becomes. But yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, the the art style is kind of reminiscent of the uh, first Zelda game, if you think about it. Oh yeah. Yeah, it is actually, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I don't know. It, it's I may revisit it after this. I don't think I have a physical car uh, cartridge of this though. I have to go back and check. And then it seems like it, what they're also advertising Air Fortress and Vegas Dream. Um, Air Fortress. I'm sure I've played it. It's you know, with the yeah. shooter with the side scrolling shoot 'em ups. It's hard to remember which one's which. After a while, there were so many <laughs> of them. Yeah, so there was one coming out all the time. Yeah. And uh, I didn't get into the card games on the uh, Nintendo. Um, with the exception of Casino Kid, I really liked, but they had a, like almost an RPG element to it. But uh, yeah, Vegas Dream, I'm sure never hit my console. But okay, let's see what else. And here, Bubble Bobble's back. They had ads. Now they're having a write-up. Um, yeah, it was great. It was a a great co-op game. Um, especially since back in Nintendo, it was very easy to have a Nintendo game that was turn-based, you know, two-player. But so when you were able to get one where each player was on the screen at the same time, that was that was something. It was a really creative game. Yeah, it was actually. It had a few little funny little mechanics to it, didn't it? Yeah. I think trying to get your hands on the sequel to this game is pretty pricey nowadays, isn't it? I think. Uh, yeah, I think it is. Yeah. So yeah, let's go ahead and click there since we already talked a bit about Bubble Bobble. Well, wait. What's the pro tip? What are they going to tell us? Grab every magic bonus you can get. You'll need them to outwit the beasties. Okay. Um. Get to round 20 on your first bub for a hidden treat. See, now that that's a good pro tip. Get something extra if you if you don't lose yeah. in life. Yeah. Okay. Cute game. Ah, uh, Adventure Island. I I do really like this game. I do like the Adventure Islands. Um. Never played them before. Eh, it's a side scroller platformer you know um, yeah it looks like it kind of looks like alex the kid kind of thing yeah yeah i can see that 
Pitfall, something on that order. Yeah. Um, it's like simplistic, but it also gets... There's some unfair deaths going on in this game is all I got to say. Um, <laughs> you know, they'll throw something at you. It's kind of like, oh yeah, get ready. There's going to be a hovering bat soon here. Um, but no, it was cool. The f this is the, f the first one, so you can get a skateboard. I see that in the picture there. Um, you have some boss battles. Um, yeah, it's uh, it's a fun, very charming game. Um, did uh, So neither of you played this? No, I've never played it. No, me either. Uh, what's great is, I think, is it the third one? They really get into uh, kind of like the Mario 3 setup where you have a, a map and uh, he was riding dinosaurs of different powers at that point. So this is the closest. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah, yeah. Uh, if, I guess if you wanted the experience of riding Yoshi on the uh, original Nintendo, uh, the later Adventure Islands were the way to go. Yeah, I know on YouTube there was always talk. It's like you know, the real bring up is Yoshi wasn't in the Mario games prior to the Super Nintendo because he didn't have the capability to do it. And I always felt like, well, Venture Island did a version of it, but I guess they want to do more or something. Okay, let's see. Venture Island's okay. Ah, Shinobi. How about this? Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Now, now we're talking. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I have this on a uh, cartridge nowadays. Um, I'm sure I rented it. Played uh, it in the video games, you know, um, in the coin op. Oh yeah, no, I never oh, did yeah. that. Yeah, was my first uh, first thing that I played that was, I guess, more realistic than the little you know eight bit Mario or whatever. Yeah. But, yeah. Yeah. I remember playing Shinobi. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was a cool no. one. It and, uh yeah, no, you had so many different weapons available to you for such oh, a yeah. you know, an early Nintendo game. It was and it just played so well. I've very fond memories of uh playing yeah. Shinobi. Yeah. Yeah, good game. And ninjas, I mean in the nineties it was all about ninjas. So the more ninja oh, yeah. games you can get Very on Nintendo. <laughs> yeah. Okay, let's see here. Uh, R type. I I I don't know. I see it. I don't think I actually played this. Um, every time I look at it, it just it kind of reminds me of maybe Life Force. And so I might get some of those memories. The graphics look good. Is this? Oh, this is Sega preview. Okay. I was gonna say it does look a little better. Than the NES yeah. screenshot. So no, I didn't. I wasn't a Sega kid. Uh, I had a friend that had um, a Sega Master, and then another friend that had a, a, a Sega Genesis. But so the games I played were pretty limited. It looks fun. I mean, it looks really good. Oh yeah. No, I don't remember playing anything. I really wasn't into. Uh, the shoot 'em up back then, as far as uh, space adventures and stuff like that. Yeah. But now I look at it and I'm like, hey, that could be kind of fun. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think even as a kid, 
you know, with first owning an Atari, this space theme usually kind of turned me off because there, that was the bread and butter of Atari. So anytime I played something later on Nintendo, it's like, oh, this is a different type of game, you know. Um, not that they had side-scrolling shoot 'em ups like this, but yeah, no, this looks fun. Okay, oh, and it goes on to a third page. Should give them some more pro tips, yeah, some okay. more screenshots. And Bandai, let's see, add uh, more Zeisus, the uh, Avenger, Galaka. Oh, there's the infamous Jekyll and Hyde. Um, yeah, James <laughs> from the uh, video the programmable game. controller. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Man, that looks ugly. <laughs> that does not look useful at all. Maybe it was. Maybe no. I'm wrong. No, it wasn't. It was just huge for the time. <laughs> okay. And later on, I bought the actual joystick one of those. That You actually had a joystick that was comparable to a you know, coin-op. Hmm. Yeah. But the programmable buttons were kind of wonky. <laughs> yeah, and that's a lot of those third-party uh, controllers. No, even the officially licensed ones were... They would do something special, but it you, you were always trading off on <laughs> what you wanted. You know what I mean? Like, I had one with the cool... Uh, turbo buttons, the kind of like the more wing-shaped ones, um, but you lost your conventional um, directional p pad. You had that red flat slider that... Oh, yeah, that was horrible. Yeah. Some of my friends had those. Oh, my gosh. I don't. I had actually forgotten about that until you brought it up. <laughs> it's like, oh, I just want to forget about that. That was horrible. Yeah, that's... <laughs> yeah, we go over to your buddy's dog. house. Yeah, go over to your buddy's house and have an all-nighter sitting there <laughs> drinking beers, trying to play on something like that. Oh, it was bad. I think I, I really liked it for Gunsmoke. It worked well for that, but that was about it. Otherwise, never used it. Uh, okay, on the next page, we have Atari Pro View, and I don't think this is going to last long, the Atari Pro Views. <laughs> Desert Falcon. I mean, it doesn't look bad. It's uh, for your Atari 7800. Um, looks like it was already out at the time or just being published. Um, Egyptian. Yeah, sure. I, I do. I am curious how many people at the time picked this up looking for Atari news. So I'm guessing even at this point they were the minority compared to the, the Sega and Nintendo crowd. Yes, that's and Nintendo definitely hell. Market share yeah. back then. Okay, let's see what else we got here. Ah, uh, there more, it is. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Atari Pro View, there's uh, the original Mario Brothers, not to be confused with the Super Mario Brothers. Um, not much to say about this other than uh, certainly, this was, yeah, this is the Atari 800 Pro system, 
and it definitely looks better than the 2600 copy, that's for sure, or the 2800 copy. Um, I mean, I had this game via the little competitive part of Super Mario 3 that you can s suck the other player into, but that was about it. Um, how about either of you? Yeah, this, this game always felt like the poor man's bubble bubble. Yeah. Like it was kind of similar, but wasn't as fun. Well, That's how I remember it. It's really off-putting for people that grew up playing Super Mario Brothers because when you go back and play it, the uh, jump mechanics and the physics is so off and mm, floaty yeah. and just just not nearly as enjoyable. Uh. I remember it, but I never really never really played it. I, uh. I just remember it was a big thing at one point in time. Yeah, it was not something that I played. <laughs> okay, what else we have? Oh, here we go. Secret weapons, which later I know they they changed this to SWAT. Secret weapons and oh, yeah. Yeah, tip, tips. And then they even came out with a, a sister magazine that was just called SWAT for a while, I remember, where it was supposed to be a collection of all these uh, tips and secrets. So... Uh, let's see what we got. They're telling us about the 30 lives from Contra. Um, see, uh, now everyone knows it, right? Up, up, down, down, left, right, left, right. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, a select start or then yeah. start. Yeah. Yeah. It's 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 its own thing now. But you know, back then, you unless if you heard it in school, this is yeah, going to be no valuable idea. information. <laughs> oh, it was definitely valuable. Back yeah. Then. Yep. Mike Tyson. What other way can you beat the game without having to mess around? Yeah. Uh, Mike Tyson's Punch Out. Um, <laughs> to play another World Circuit, do the following time. You type in that code. Pull down A and B. I don't think I ever did that. I know I I jotted down the code for getting right to Mike Tyson, which is, you know, at the time and even now I would get slot. I wouldn't have a chance. I've seen videos of people beat <laughs> yeah. it. That was never me. So. Me neither. Uh, let's see. Shinobi. You can... Oh, you can get to a level select from the title screen. That's pretty cool. That is pretty cool. Yeah. Afterburner. Oh, to get unlimited continues. But you have to press the pause button exactly 100 times before the demo starts. <laughs> wow. That's crazy. Yeah. Uh, Metroid, play I like that. Play the girl in Metroid. They don't even call her <laughs> Samus in this. That's funny. That was obviously not widespread that she was a female from the get-go. Yeah. Yeah, or the idea that the the name Samus meant anything, you know, it was like, mm. oh, it's just the girl in there. So, uh, Legend of Zelda, start the second quest. I heard that one in school pretty early on. So, uh, pretty cool. Yeah, I definitely heard that. That was that was something that you know kind of got spread around really quickly. Yeah. 
I mean, once it hit the system. I mean, when we look back at this, and they're you know they don't know which one is going to be ultimately be famous um, secrets on the Nintendo, but I mean, let's face it, it's hands down the Konami code, right? So. Yeah. And the Legend Zelda one, I would say, would be number two out of uh, this bunch. Oh yeah, definitely. So as it continues, let's see what's on the next page. Oh yep, some more. Bubble Bobble, pick any level. Um, so there's that. Fantasy Zone, get unlimited weapons. And Black Belt. Secret Extra Level. There's Life Force. Telling you about <laughs> the, th the 30 lives. I yeah. love the Life Force. Run to that so many times. Adventure Island. Let's see if I know this. So you want to continue? Find the Hudson Soft B signal in the first level by jumping straight up at the end where the carrot is. The B is in the egg. Okay. When they say continue, though, they just mean um, what we now call checkpoints. Otherwise, when you died, you had to start at the beginning of the stage. That's all I mean there, I believe. So, Goonies 2, which confused the mm -hmm. hell out of me as a kid. I know that's pretty confused a lot of people. Uh, oh, yeah. Yeah. You still need uh, Here's Code. Okay. Ice Hockey. You can take out the goalies. <laughs> that's actually <laughs> kind of funny. Yeah. I get a sound test mode. Zanuck. I know I did the, there was a code to uh, get to the, um, you scroll through the music of Castlevania 3 from the title screen. I remember doing that. Oh, yeah, I remember that. Castlevania was a lot of fun. Yeah. Okay, let's see what's here. Oh, more. Mighty Bomb Jack. Uh, I never got into that game. I think I rented it mm -hmm. once, and I've since played it. Uh, I think it's now on the uh, Nintendo Switch, you know, NS for you know, free game if you're part of their online membership. Um, 1943, got a, I played that in the arcade and at home. Great game. Yeah, that's that's awesome game. Pick your mission. Iron Tank. I, I rented that a few times. That was fun. Two codes that let you start at a higher area. Gradius. Okay. Space Harrier, don't even remember that game. Up, up, down, down, left, right. Oh, that's it. Uh, Space Harrier also had the Konami code. <laughs> Thunderblade. Okay. And then you, there's their address uh, <laughs> to uh, send in your secrets. Huh. Oh, now here's here's where they knew people were buying the magazine to look at. The Overseas Pro Specs. Wow, they really lean hard into that. Yeah, uh, yeah. They don't like. <laughs> Super Mario 3. So, again, this is not out in the Western world yet, and uh, so they're, they're snagging things. They're getting from uh, Japan. And I know as a kid, if I had this magazine, I'd be pouring over page 40 and 41. Oh, yeah. <laughs> every, I mean, ingesting every little bit of it, trying to figure out if you're going to be able to win this game. 
yeah. knock your friends off and whatnot. I I do notice that the 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 variant and how they spell Koopa King is different here. C U P P A instead of yeah. C O P P A. I noticed that. I was looking also at this time. Doesn't look like they know anything about the Koopalings. Um. So that's kind of interesting, but yeah, seeing this, I know I would have been like blown away when I first saw Super Mario 3. It's like, oh my god, it looks so much better than Super Mario Brothers 1, and it looks like oh, yeah. a Mario game again, so. Uh, they do mention hopping over blocks of ice and quote-unquote moonwalking over slippery grounds. <laughs> uh, they tell you you got a frog suit. Oh, yeah. This would have been reread about a thousand times. Oh, yeah. Probably been worn out. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay, let's see. Uh, oh, yeah, we continue. Oh, yeah, they're showing the uh, warp zones. Call them mar uh, pipe mazes. There's the variant on Koopa spelling again. Koopa King. It's pretty in-depth write-up, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's interesting they never call him Bowser. Yeah. It's it, Bowser. Yeah. yeah, it's just Koopa King through the whole thing. Spelled definitely not the way they solidified the spelling in the western market but uh if you look at the screen it's actually um one of the screens it's uh showing everything in uh ja japanese oh yeah that's the, true all yeah the words above it yeah you're right let's see the eighth world is the Koopa Castle, where the brothers are besieged with tanks, cannons, and boomerangs. Princess Peach. Yeah. Yeah, but no Koopalings talk. Interesting. We'll it see. is, considering the picture on the previous pages, you can see them in the picture. Oh, yeah? Let me check here. In the artwork. Oh, yeah, you're right. Yeah. It's Yes. Yeah. And they would have got copied over. I guess they just didn't have any write-ups about it. Because you would think they mm. would definitely talk about them. You would have thought so. Yeah. They they may have just gotten a few screens and uh, a basic explanation from Nintendo. Yeah. Yeah, that's very true. Nintendo is pretty, and they still do it to this day, they're usually pretty cagey about, yeah. you know, what they release. Yep. Yeah, you're right. Okay, and now another controller. Ooh, a wireless controller. There we go. <laughs> I actually didn't know this this existed. I You're... think this is actually pretty cool. Yeah, I didn't either. But then you nice. see... <laughs> see the big receiver for it? Place yeah, on top. That. I did not know a single person that had that, though. Either. Huh. All right, on that note, gentlemen, I'm going to have to bail on you. Uh, oh, thanks okay. for having me. Yeah, no problem. Yeah. 
I just reached the end of my time. I got to head, head off, take the kids over to the wife. So <laughs> no problem. We are running a little uh, long, so we're going to wrap this up quick here. Um, so uh, we'll, we'll catch you next time. Thanks for your being here. All right. Thank you. Say, man. Later. So now it's pro news report. Just quickly. Just uh, the um, video game, the uh, Consumer Elect Electronics Show, the CES, uh, being held in Las Vegas, Nevada on January 7th to the 10th. And I guess that would be 1990. Yeah, which which I'm pretty sure CES still runs until this day, doesn't it? Does it? Maybe it does. I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure it does. Yeah. Huh. Yeah. Oh no. The yeah. There's oh yeah. They're showing screens of the one that took place in uh, 1989. So, man, it would have it would have been cool to be able to kind of zap back in time and. Yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah, it would have been awesome. <laughs> so, let's see what else we got. Short pro shots. This is, yeah, when they, the, you can tell where the not so popular games are going to be. It's going to be these. <laughs> yeah, definitely. It's interesting to see that uh, Mega Man gets uh, put all the way down here. It doesn't yeah. get a spread of itself because Mega Man's quite popular. Yeah, I know. I would say out of all these, just. That is the probably the best game. It's certainly mm. not going to be Knight Rider. I had that as a kid. Um, <laughs> Airwolf is not so fun. I had Wizard and Warriors 2. Um, I didn't like it as much as other people. Um, I liked it because I had it, you know? Yeah, yep. But Three Stooges, getting the same treatment as Mega Man 2 at this point is a little rough. So. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. Hide, Stealth Eagle, Predator. I rented that out. Um, Strider, Comfort. Yeah, so. But, well, Mega Man 2 is an amazing game. So much better than mm. the first one. Uh, they improved upon that immensely. Yeah. Let's see what else they're showing here. Oh, you can buy. They're, they're selling you on the um, membership, it looks like. Get your Game Pro shirt and uh, code for your drink. Having one of those. Oh no! Having one of those t-shirts actually. <laughs> I mean, awesome. no one, right? But no one at school wore Game Pro shirts back then, and that's. But now I would do it because I'm just oh, a big sure. old nerd, you know. So. <laughs> but uh, that would be a social kiss of death back then. I don't know who they're kidding. Mm. Or, Okay, other ones that don't even have screenshots. Bad Dudes, I think that deserved a screenshot. That was a pretty good game. Rollerball, remember that? Yeah, Vegas Dream. Chess Master, Hoops. Yeah, I'm pretty sure I had, I had Chess Master back in the day, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I didn't, I, my uncle had it. He had a Nintendo, and uh, they had that. Um, I liked it. I mean, I went through a phase as a kid. It was, of course, you know, wanting to play chess. I thought that was fun. Um, it's no Super Mario 3, but... Uh, yeah. <laughs> but I would say out of, out of this page, uh, the game I liked the most would have been Bad Dudes. Um, yeah. 
Interesting. And I'm sure they go back and they do do write-ups on these kind of things later on as they get more information. And they get... Ah, uh, yeah, definitely. They might get some money for the quote-unquote article, you know? So... Mm, yeah. Okay, what else? Okay, goal. This is more yeah. pro shorts. Shadowgate, now that's going to end up being very big. I mean, that's Yeah, it is one. actually, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. Superman is dumb. I mean, it's not, <laughs> it's not a good game. Nope. Um, never had a good track record. Adventures of Bayou Billy. As a kid, I really wanted it. Uh, our local place didn't have a place to rent it, so I just saw it in magazines like this or in comic book ads particularly. Um, I guess it's not a very good game. I mean, I've played yeah, it since and... Yeah. Yeah, no, it definitely never made its way to Australia, that's for sure. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. I'm aware of anyway. Well, it sounds like you and I didn't miss anything then, so uh, <laughs> Yeah, but that's it. Yeah. Uh Track and Field Two, I definitely would have not cared for that. California Games, friend had that. I, I have this cartridge now, but uh POW. Um that was a fun one. Kind of like an army double dragon. Yeah, I've heard some more right things about that actually, but never played it. Guerrilla oh. War, no. Uh, Terminator, I had that as a kid. A, a pretty cheap game. It's probably good they don't do a screen cap on <laughs> in that little ride up there. So uh, it's pretty junk. So I'm imagining get Terminator nowadays for a few bucks, even yeah, okay. even among the collectors. Sky Shark, that's the yeah, I remember that. Mappy Land, I saw those in ads. I never played it uh, back then. Fist of the North Star, that was a fun one. Had... That was all right, actually. Yeah, yeah, that was pretty cool. Yeah, it was wonky in ways, but you know, it kind of had. I don't want to see role-playing elements, but it kind of did, you know? Uh, yeah, I know what you're trying to say, yeah. Yeah, it definitely put some adventure in the fighting. Okay, I want to see here. Mystery Quest, uh, Super Sprint. Now, here we go. Here's one that definitely needs a, a bigger write-up. Ninja Gaiden. Mm -hmm. Yeah, big time, big yeah. time. Certainly... It could have had a screenshot instead of Taboo, the Sixth Sense tarot card game. <laughs> so, um, yeah. I wonder if some of these were not out at the time of the print, and that, this is all they really had to run with. I'm sure. I'm sure it is. I'm sure they're looking at um, studio um, news releases and, you know... Yeah, I, I should I shouldn't get too much. I don't really mean to infer that um, this means they thought the game was going to be crap, but yeah, I, I think yeah. you're right. It's also based yeah. on information. Um, that said, uh, Tecmo probably should have made sure that GamePro had more information. They should be given as much as they can, so they can have a write out write up like Bubble Bobble. And maybe they will and issue. We'll see. I haven't looked at the other mm. issues yet. So, um, John Elway's quarterback. I never, I never got into the football games, but 
I didn't till late, yeah, when I was a little bit older. And then we have Pro Artist Series. There we go. You can get $100 in your drawing in Game Pro. That's that's actually crazy. Yeah. You know, like, you know, 100 bucks would have bought you, uh, you know, pretty close to getting you a console back then. Yeah. <laughs> it's just, yeah, crazy. And getting your, your stuff in a magazine. I mean, magazines had a lot more weight than they do now. I mean, it's... Oh, yeah, big time. Again, you didn't have the internet, <laughs> so you couldn't just go yeah. to a website and look stuff up. So there was a lot more eyes on a magazine than nowadays. So that, yeah, that was a big deal, you know. Or even mm. second prize, you still you're in Game Pro and you get fifty bucks. Yeah, there, there's a game right there. Yeah. So. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, I I, I would like to. We'll see uh, in uh, future. Um, once I'm kind of curious of what kind of uh, talent ends up there. So we'll see. Uh, oh, and then we're going right back to here. Uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Definitely had that game. Um, mm. Rented it a bunch. I have it now. Um, the arcade, you know, the Ninja Turtles arcade. Uh, much better game, but... They were trying to do something with that one, at least. Never beat it. Yeah, no, that was that was a hard one. Yeah. Um, bump and Jump. Yeah, I remember that. New for Sega. Uh, we got Galaxy Force. Afterburner is a big one. Altered yep. Beast. Um, that game was pretty cool, actually. Being able to change into the different, uh, oh, different yeah. animals and stuff. That was cool going into beast mode, right? I mean, you hear that all the yeah, time now. Yeah. I don't think people, uh, actually, if you ask the average person, where's that from? They wouldn't, they wouldn't know. No, no, that's it, exactly. So, uh, yeah, that that sticks out there. Um, Reggie Jackson baseball, and it uh, probably hasn't aged well. Or action fighter. <laughs> but, uh, pro challenge board. Get your uh, high scores. Right here, see if you can beat these high scores. Um, That's pretty cool, actually, that they put this in there. Yeah. Yeah, I, 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 it makes me want to kick up, uh, open up one of these games, and just, just see what these yeah. scores represent, because I can't remember off the top of my head, you know, how impressive these are. I mean, the Contra one, I mean... Six million five hundred and fifty-three thousand five hundred sure seems like a pretty big score. It does, yeah. <laughs> they should put an asterisk on there. It's like, is this with thirty lives or not? You know? <laughs> yeah, I was just gonna say yeah, <laughs> exactly. So, yeah, double dragon. Yeah, that's good. that's cool. Maybe I'll uh, be before another magazine issue. I'll take a look. I'll pop one of these in and just it's just see how. How impressive these scores are yeah yeah i am noticing a few names like ajf is across nintendo sega and atari yeah <laughs> yeah obviously, he was obviously a rich kid <laughs> yeah yeah obviously yeah well it's kind of interesting what challenge score is that just a score they've made up and put there i wonder yeah i mean you, you look at the challenge score and they all look to be round numbers yeah, yeah, you're right. Huh. 
let's see. You have to take a photo of the screen. I guess they didn't have to worry about photoshopping back then. So That's true. Yeah. Don't use flash. You have to turn turn out yeah. the lights in the room. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's funny. Slow motion is discouraged, but will be allowed on certain games when our panel of judges feel slow-mo is necessary. <laughs> Interesting. Okay. And preview to the next issue. Ooh. Super Dodgeball. They're going to do a bigger write-up on that. What else they got? New puzzle challenges, crosswords, dot and dot, and other brain benders. Don't think that probably sold to your audiences. Well no, I don't think so. Yeah. Uh, starting with how to build a pro cartridge organizer. Let's see. I do need to organize my cartridges. They're being stacked in my uh, closet at the moment, so that would be kind of cool. Okay, and then of course, I remember seeing this ad, the Nintendo Gamer Start Your Pulses um, ad a lot in comic books I was collecting at the time. That that ad got a lot of a lot of print. Yeah, okay. Yeah, I kind of vaguely remember this actually. Yeah, and all uh, yeah, and all these versions are going to be the the odd-shaped ones that uh, the unofficial Nintendo licensed ones if you notice they don't have the mm. nintendo emblem i have yeah. uh i guess the only one i have now is i still have is the gauntlet one i have that cartridge oh that's uh, cool yeah oh no i also have the pac-man one too now that i think about it yeah i uh i do definitely love that design of the tetris cover i think that is fantastic oh yeah no that's cool I used to think, see, I didn't know anything about it being unofficial and, you know, bypassing Nintendo's chip. I didn't know any of that as a kid. All I knew is like, wow, these cartridges are different. And I thought they were kind of special because of it. You know, it was like, hey, they're doing yep. something different. Everyone else does the cartridge exactly the same. Um, I didn't know what was up. <laughs> so. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And the final page here. Uh, R.I.P. Toys R. Us. Um, did you mm. have Toys R. Us over there? Yeah, we did. Okay. Yeah, it, I don't think it quite hit the heights that it did in the U.S., but it was definitely, definitely fairly big down here. Yeah. The one near our place closed. Let's see, my kid was only probably one years old, so. Uh, yeah. And they were getting pretty when... raggedy. I bought my first place. Yeah, I bought my first PlayStation Two at a, at a Toys R Us. Yeah, okay. Because when did they shut down? Was that like two years ago? I feel like. Uh, when all of them shut down, it might have been more like yeah. three. Yeah. 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 Okay. Yep. Yeah. Because I think the last um... hurrah was a lot of people were going back to them to collect amiibos, for. Yeah, out of for... out of the uh, like the the cheap bins. Yeah. Yeah. But that was, yeah. I mean, the writing was on the wall. You walked into them at the end, and, you know, the shelves weren't being organized or all particularly stocked, you know, and 
Yeah. It, it felt yeah. like a dying chain. Oh, yeah, definitely. Um, but, I mean, this is a pretty good ad for them. You've got, like, the Nez on here with the light gun. Oh, you yeah. you got Double Dragon, Zelda, Super Mario Brothers 2, Simon's Quest. Like, there's some pretty heavy hitters there. Yeah, yeah. And I'm sure they're doing just great right right now at this time. Yeah, that's it, yeah. Over 350 Toys R Us stores, coast to coast. Um, I wonder if this is before they expanded worldwide. Or maybe, uh, maybe not. I mean... Well, no, it says the world's biggest toy store, but, you know, yeah. they can well, say whatever they want, really. Yeah. The World Series. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's it, yeah. Um, yeah, uh, yeah, that's cool. So that's, that wraps up issue one of Game Pro that came out in May, 1989. What do you, what do you think? Any parting thoughts? Uh, it's, you can definitely tell it's sort of a fledgling magazine to begin with. Like they've obviously got some in like industry insight, but it, yeah, it clearly, and hopefully fleshes out a little bit more. As more episodes, I shouldn't say episodes, more uh, uh, of them come out. Yeah. No, I got that too, because they really only had one industry write-up, you know, with um, uh, Fitzer. So, uh, yeah, yeah, I kind of wonder. But I got to be honest, when I looked at GamePro, the ones I picked up, I don't... Now, I was probably not caring about the write-ups about um the people behind the games on with a few exceptions i just want to get yep. to the secrets i want to see what's coming out you know <laughs> so um, yeah yeah i'm going to be curious if they steer away from that or they get more of an avenue to feature inside industry information so that, mm. i guess we'll find out <laughs> but yeah. uh do we know do we yeah. know how many episodes how many um i keep calling them episodes i, I do, do we know do. how many <laughs> do we know how many volumes they did in total oh yeah a lot i mean yeah okay. um in fact i was working at a GameStop, and uh, this is when i went back to college uh in i would say they quit about seven years ago because one of my co-workers brought in one of the final uh issues so yeah okay yeah so they, they lasted a while but um and i thumbed through it uh, no it was essentially a catalog of splash pages of stuff it uh, i mean when you go to any internet site and get more information you weren't going to keep going yeah yep okay well i think that wraps it up and uh thanks for being part of this um i hope no thanks for having me yeah i I hope the people that listen to this like it um we're going to try to do this on fridays and um next episode will be issue number two so it'll be the june 1989 issue okay have a good one yeah you too thanks murph